It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Is Kirby Smart, Paul Feinbaum, the new Nick Saban? Kirby Smart is the king of college football. And Nick Saban is still around. He's the elder statesman. Kirby relies on him for important issues. But Nick Saban no longer runs college football. And I think that was pretty obvious last night. And and it's also important to remember, Greeny, that uh, many of Nick Saban's national championships were created in part by Kirby Smart. I know we don't like to give anyone other than Nick Saban credit, but that Alabama program has been good since Kirby Smart left. They've won two national championships, but they haven't been as dominant. What we saw last night was what we saw during the, the, the reign of terror under Nick Saban. That reign of terror no longer exists. How about that? How quick is Feinbaum jumping ship and trying to get on the coattails of another program? I think his favorite content is when Alabama doesn't win a title so he can say that Nick Saban will never win another one or he's been overtaken as the best coach. Yeah, man. He loves that take. That's like the third time in five years I've heard him say that. It takes a special talent, and Feinbaum is a special talent. It takes a really special talent to be able to recycle the same talking point <laughs> like three or four different times and be wrong on it every yeah. time and still get like yeah. major headlines. Even and Skip Bayless is saying, yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty you, good. Golly. Actually, Nick's probably calling him saying, listen, I need you to uh, count us out. Say Kirby's the best ever. Say Alabama's run is is done. That way we can win a championship. Yeah, I, hey, look, Nick Saban's got all the fuel he needs this offseason. David Pollock said it right next to him, and Paul Feinbaum said it on a national network, which, you know, I, I roll my eyes at that. Feinbaum saying that Nick Saban doesn't run college football anymore. Um, actually, Paul, Georgia's coming off. Georgia was coming off their first national championship since 1980, and Nick Saban still had the number one overall recruiting class by a wide margin. So yeah. he's 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 doing all right. He's well, okay. Yeah, and if I know Saban, I know that he's he's not going to listen, he's got a he's got a method and he's got a system and he follows that, but he's not going to uh continue to be second best. He's gonna make changes. He, he's going to do the things necessary. Uh, you can convince me that Nick Saban has passed his prime. You can convince me that that Kirby Smart is is the new kind of king of college football, all of those things. But you can't convince me that Nick Saban is going to stand idly by and, no. and allow it to happen without making some, you know, whether it's up in the spy campaign to go put some uh, cameras in there at Kirby's practices, like whatever it is, like if the further away from the top that Saban gets, the more desperate he will become. And I'm just joking about the, uh, well, I'm kind of joking about the cameras, but 
You know what I'm saying. Like he's he's not going to just like fade into obscurity. So someone's still not over the spying allegations from the uh, Sugar Bowl National Championship back in 2003. That's what I gathered there. No, 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 no. You gathered the wrong thing. I don't care. They were filming your practices in the Superdome. We should have been able to hand them our film, invite Nick to our final walkthrough, and still beat the hell out of that LSU team. Well, but did you did you hand him your film? Were they up there uh, recording what was going on? I don't know. I never heard about that until way later. Actually, I think it was you that told me about that. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe. It's a fun accusation, if well, nothing else. <laughs> if that was the case, then, you know, we still – you know, we still had a wide-open shot at whoever their running back was in the backfield on the first play of the game. Justin Vincent. Gave up like a 60-yarder, had him dead to right. Hey, his best friend is Bill Belichick, so we can't put – you know, we can't doubt anything. Can't doubt any accusations. Well, here's cheating. the thing. If, if there's someone in college football that is spying, there's someone else that's spying. And if there's two people that's doing it, there's ten people that's yeah. doing it. And I, if there's ten, there's all of them. I guess OU has some accusations in the past about spying as well. So, Have know. they really? On What are those? Uh, there were some coaches back in the uh, 80s, I think, that um, accused OU of, of spying at least once. Oh, was that a Texas deal? I think one was a Texas deal, yeah. I, uh, I feel like I remembered that. It was uh, – that was a was good it, one. When Fred Akers was it? Maybe text line will remind us of that. Um, here's here's something interesting. I, I posed on our Twitter page today, and I I actually did not think of the, uh, this question. That's why it's such a good question. My buddy Jonathan Warwick uh, came up with this. Ladanian Tomlinson represented TCU. Mm-hmm. Hope you're listening to this. That's right. LT represented TCU, and Matt Stafford represented Georgia at the coin toss in the national championship game. Who would be the ideal coin toss representative for OU in their next championship game? Baker. Who, Baker? Is that who immediately comes to mind? Yeah. Yeah. Baker or Boz? I think if you play Florida State, it's got to be Torrance Marshall. Got to be Torrance well, Marshall. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, if, it was, if it was Torrance Marshall, the OU fans would love it and would get it. I don't know that anyone else would get. Well, it. I don't care about anyone else. I know, you know? I know, um, but I, for entertainment purposes, it's got to be Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't look at this computer before I play this clip, okay? okay. And I, I, yeah, Baker Mayfield would be awesome for the entertainment. But could you imagine if this guy was out at the uh, at the coin toss? <laughs> <laughs> Single-handedly take over oh the entire. My. Billy would flip the coin. He Let me would flip that coin. He would ask OU if they wanted to uh, kick, receive, or defer to the second half. I think he would take the thing over. I think he'd call heads or tails. <laughs> he probably would. That would be great. That's hilarious. Oh man, Billy Sims would be the wild. Oh, it would be amazing. Wearing the uh, the OU yeah. sport coat. Yeah. No, Baker's good. Boz would be awesome. Um, someone tweeted and said Gerald McCoy. That would yeah. probably be pretty entertaining as well. Josh Heupel? Well, he'd be wearing the colors <laughs> of the other team if he was out there. Oh, uh, uh, wow. Just kidding. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting, though. That is a good question. Is that the – I mean, is is the easiest 
like Baker or Boz? Is that? I think that I mean we're we're about to see here on the text line what the majority of people say. Adrian no, we, Peterson. No, maybe? we just got a Dean Blevins on there at the coin toss. <laughs> uh, Sugar Shane, Gerald McCoy, guy from Guyer, Tommy Harris standing there with the SI eyebrow raised <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised no Adrian Peterson's on there. Uh, there's an Adrian Peterson right ah, here yeah. in the 405. Nice. Teddy Lehman in a 69 jersey. There we yeah. go. Okay. You talk about something that nobody nationally would get, but just us around here, and I don't care what nationally they say. It would be <laughs> hilarious. Oh, wow. Not a player, but Switzer would be fun. Yeah, there's no doubt about, uh, doubt about that. Dr. Death, Steve Williams. like that's And that's the thing with any of these conversations with OU past players is there's so many different directions you can go. Big and intimidating. You can go with Baker that's probably going to talk smack to the opposing team. Billy Sims, who God knows what would happen there. Torrance Marshall would yell, I'm here to get my boys' trophy back. What if Chris Winkie and – what if OU and Florida State were to play for a national championship and, and Chris Winkie and Torrance Marshall are the coin toss representatives? Wow. I'm going to guess if Florida State heard that Torrance Marshall was on the other side, they'd be like, yeah, let's go get like <laughs> Anquan Bowman or something. There, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, fun stuff. Marcus Dupree, Chrissy Sims should be out there. Um, Doug from Norman can do the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Doug from Norman was all over uh, Steel Show earlier today. That Everyone would get it with Torrance doing it besides the student section. Wow, that's a shot, and that's a good one. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to go Torrance Marshall. I'm biased here. T-Marsh. Especially if you play Florida State. Yeah. yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, it's the <laughs> – of all the coin tosses I think I've ever seen, it's really the only memorable one, right? Yeah, I – Was I, it – a long time ago there was a coin toss – well, it was the NFL game. They got it wrong? Yeah, they called heads. It wasn't a Lions game, was yes, it? Yes, it was a Lions game. Yeah. Definitely Lions game. Of course it happens to the Lions. Like, they called heads – <laughs> official said, uh, like, said, thought he said tails or something. They awarded it to the it other team and they lost. It wasn't Barry Sanders who called it in the air, was no, it? But, uh, no, but he was on that team. I'm try- I am I can't remember. I, he may have even been standing out there. Maybe he did call it. But, yeah, that's those are the only two coin toss uh, situations I can remember. So... Well, OU's on the good side of that one with Torrance Marshall. Right. And he backed it up. Yeah, that... <sighs> If if o, if OU's defense wouldn't have backed it up that night, would we never know about it, or would everyone still troll OU fans about it twenty plus years after the fact? Right. I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I, it was Lions Steelers and Jerome Bettis called it in the air. God, our text line. Oh, so smart, okay. So the Lions got the benefit they're, of it. They're then. like a walking sports almanac. These people. Yeah. Or they're really just good at Google very very quickly. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, um, Baker had a memorable coin toss. Great point, text line. That's another oh, That's another coin toss you should remember. The eulogy at, at the 50-yard yeah. line? So, well, <laughs> there's that one. And then what happened oh, the week Kansas. before at the Kansas game? Yeah. That's right. So you remember four coin tosses now, and they all involve OU. Oh, uh, mm. that's great. That's great. Roy Williams, Superman, should be out there for the coin yeah, toss. Yeah, that's yeah. probably right. That's probably right. Winky would pee himself. Uh, Josh Heupel, if OU played Tennessee, here's a vote for Buki. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jim Ross is on here. 
uh, get Baker. Yeah, Baker would probably b- bring a flag out to the uh, coin toss. Well, he he'd be running up and down the field doing some who, sprints okay. with the flag. Like we can all have our opinion on who would be the best. Who would be the most likely to do something that, like we would all remember that coin toss because they did something outrageous. Baker. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Baker has. There is so much money involved at playing quarterback in the NFL that it just it's stupid to do outlandish things, even if they're funny, right? Because teams look down on it. They want stability at the quarterback position. So like I doubt Baker would do anything because it can cost you millions of dollars. But like if we were able to separate NFL away and like absolutely had nothing to like worry about at all, Baker would definitely do Baker something. Baker needs to be out of the league like five years before yes. he goes out there for the coin toss. Then all bets are off on what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jim Traber for the coin toss. The ref would punch him in the throat while he looks up at the flip coin. Well, who's uh, he representing? Great. He'd be there to represent OU. Both teams are terrible. We should be fired. It's no, great. it's a national championship game. <laughs> Rev Bomar. All right, you guys are getting out of hand now. Oh, that's funny. Trent Williams for the coin toss. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I agree with that. Now, that's a good question. That's a fun one. TCU got it right with LT for sure. Um, did Georgia get it right with Matt Stafford? Well, I think Herschel Walker is the easy selection, but did his uh, dip into politics, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. not allow him to be out there for the coin toss? I, I, I don't know the dynamics of that. Yeah, I think Stafford's probably the right one. Just won a Super Bowl. Oh, in his own home stadium, too. Home yeah, stadium. Makes sense. Yeah. I think that's the easy one there. Um, he's, gosh, is NFL-wise, is he the most popular Georgia player right now? I know there's a bunch of good ones. A.J. Not... Green's out of the league, right? Yeah, and he's, yeah. Nick Chubbs had a really nice career. Um, Sony Michelle had a, eh, he had an okay career. Gurley did some oh, good stuff. Oh, how about, uh, God, he just got an extension. The linebacker, Roquan Smith. Yeah, yeah, he's, a, he's an absolute They star. are, um... And they put in players in the league for a while now, but, but they're the, really starting to stack yeah. legit like first round players in in the NFL now. It's it's about to start ramping up with the uh, the Georgia players. They have a uh, I, I saw McShay's top thirty two prospects today. They had uh, they had some first rounders in there. Here here's uh, just kind of the highlight to the top thirty two. He's got Bryce Young as the number one overall player available. Will Anderson at number two, so two Bama guys at one and two. Mm-hmm. Tyree Wilson, the kid out of Tech, yeah. at number five. Dude, I'm just telling you, when he goes to the combine, and you know he goes out and does the awkward, uh, stands there in his underwear, and everyone sees how gigantic that dude is. Hmm. Um, huh. I'm talking height and weight, okay. Tyler. I said something awkward about Mike Gundy. Now you had to. Run I'm up talking either. height and weight. He's. If you if you were just to to build an edge defensive end and had your wish list as far as physical traits, like he checks the checks the box all the way across. Bijan Robinson, ninth best player available according to McShay. Uh, Quentin Johnston was at twelve. How about this? Anton Harrison all the way up to eighteen. He's moving up boards, man. I've, the highest I had seen him previously was twenty five. Uh, he's got a lot of upside. I think he's still. 
you know, he this year was was big time for him, and you know, I I think that he's still got a lot of growth. I, there's you haven't capped off uh, the the potential with Anton Harrison yet. I saw a Kelly Gregg on there at the coin toss. If it if you're worried about the coin toss um, somehow turning into a brawl, that's exactly <laughs> who you want at the coin toss. That's true. That guy true. is an all-time ass kicker. It to never will be equaled. And prop and we've talked about this before. The the most underrated or under talked about, like whatever, however you want to classify that, is Kelly Gregg. Just yeah. an all-time dude, had a great NFL career, national championship uh, as a wrestler, just stud. I didn't see this guy in the top 32, but yeah, old Felix from Kansas State. Yeah. Uh, I think he was preseason defensive player of the year. He is off to the NFL, which I we'll not a see, shock. We'll see if you even play Kansas State next year in the Big Twelve if they're on your schedule, but not a shock. But he is, uh, he's, he's a dude. Oh, God, I forgot if. We're probably they'll probably make us play two of the new teams, if if you on want, the road on the road, on the road. Uh, yeah, if, if you wanted to drop two teams from the you know from the Big Twelve as oh, we God. know it, who would you drop? West Virginia, obviously. I don't even have to think twice about that one. Here's what here's what you need to do. Think about who you think. What two teams do you think have the have the best chance to win the Big 12 next year. Well, here's the like normally, like any other year, it's it's all about entertainment and it still is like mm-hmm. who would I, I wouldn't want to play, but after 6 and 7, I guess the thought process is right. a little bit different. Well, here if you think TCU is going to be the favorite to win it next year, and it, I do. Okay. I do. They're supposed to play us at home. It's going to be wiped off their schedule. They won't come here. Or you'll have to go there. I, I like the Big Twelve doesn't feel it, it's pretty obvious. Big Twelve doesn't feel any sort of sorry for OU. Well, they're go, what that's kind of my point is they're going to try and aim other teams into the championship. And if you've got a good shot and you were supposed to come play Oklahoma on the yeah. road, they're oh gonna, yeah, yeah, no, I I, I hear that they're sure. going to pull you off of it. Kansas, so. uh, Kansas State um, would probably be off the schedule. Jalen Daniels come back to Kansas. Maybe we should try and opt out of that game. God, no kidding. Going back up to Lawrence. They'll probably take OU Texas off the schedule just to <laughs> really throw a middle finger. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Yeah. All right, well, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up, 651-3439. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property there. During the BCS Championship game versus LSU, Nick Saban's defensive coordinator, Will Muschamp, was on the numbers before each OU offensive snap with six players every time. When OU would break huddle, three guys would go on the field and three off the field with Muschamp. Guarantee competitive advantage Nick gained by being on the NCAA Rules Committee that season. Hmm. Um, I'll just go back to what I said previously. We should have been able to hand them our practice tape 
invite them to our walkthrough, uh, let them have 50 players on the field if they wanted to before the snap, and still beat their ass, but we didn't. Hmm. So there you go. The city of Dallas would have the Big 12 commissioner knocked off if they didn't play the OU Texas game. <laughs> Probably. Burley Boomer says, can we get cocky Teddy out there for the coin toss? When does Cocky Teddy come out after uh, six few drinks? Dr. Yeah, it's kind of what I thought. Uh, yeah, Torrance Marshall's on here. Uh, let's see. Come on, guys. I want to hear y'all's opinions on this. I have this conversation with people all the time because I believe it to be true. Is recency bias killing how we view college football? It's getting just ridiculous how the media portrays college football programs these days after one season, and honestly, after one game or even a recruit in some cases. Y'all's thoughts and what does the text line think? Is recency bias killing the way we think about college football? Um, well, that's always going to be the case, right? Whenever you see some new dominant team – it's as if everyone before never dominated to the level that that this team has. Um, Georgia pulling off a, a back-to-back in this era is not easy. The playoff era is, is incredibly difficult. But there is recency bias. And one of the things that you have to remember about like the way – Teams are viewed now and players are viewed now, and it's the same in the NFL. The rules are totally different. And in college, it's not necessarily that the rules are totally different. Some of them are, but the way it's it's the dollar bill, right? As as the ratings were going up and the money coming in was going up. What did people want? They wanted more scoring, more points, more offense. So you call the games accordingly. Look at the NFL. Uh, Like at the around what 2002, I think you could no longer touch a receiver after five yards downfield. You couldn't even touch. You can't touch them, right? That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big rule change, yeah, wouldn't you say? I, I, well, from the old highlights of if you go yeah. over the middle, you, I mean, you're going to get destroyed to you, that. Yes, you've got the targeting stuff that disproportionately, massively disproportionately favors the offense. Think about this: when that rule first came in, it was supposed to be called on defensive players for leading with the helmet. And offensive players hardly ever for leading with the helmet. A lot of running backs. Running backs do it almost every single time they carry the football, right? I saw um, Javante Barnes do it in the Florida State game. He ran the crown of his helmet directly through the face mask of one of the Florida State safeties, and it's just it's flat out never called. So, whenever you look at the offensive numbers, it's. It's totally skewed. So if a quarterback or, or someone runs or throws or has this many yards and these offenses are so prolific, there's a lot more to it than just the players. Now, are the players more skilled than they've ever been? I think quarterbacks are by far more skilled than they've ever been. Right? You know, you, you've gone from most quarterbacks where – 
You know, they were the starting quarterback. They were, you know, played on the the high school basketball team. They ran track. Uh, you know, maybe played baseball. You had Joe Maurer playing. Like there was multi-sport athletes, but you know, this it's turned into guys are specialized trained from 10 years old on at quarterback and other positions so I think there has definitely been some, some guys that have made some uh some leaps at that position but I don't know I think whenever you look at it all together it's playing under the same rule sets and all of that I don't think there's been a whole lot of change as far as the players are concerned over the past you know 30 years or so. Is there some recency bias? Sure. Like, Mm -hmm. how many times we heard, oh, Oregon's about to take over. Miami with this new NIL, they're about to take over. Texas A&M, LOL, with NIL, they're about to take over. I pulled up the 1974 final AP poll, okay? Tell Mm -hmm. me if this sounds familiar. OU 1, USC 2, Michigan 3, Ohio State 4, Alabama 5, Notre Dame 6, Penn State 7, Auburn 8, Nebraska 9, and then look at Miami of Ohio oh, yeah. getting there at number yeah, 2. Yeah, that is Nebraska. No way. Yeah, everyone is, Everyone until we got to Nebraska. It sounded familiar. I, if you took the top 10 from last season, it's probably the exact same teams except for Auburn and Nebraska. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, all of them. Well, yeah, I guess USC wasn't in there, but you get the point. But I do agree with the the overall point that's that's trying to be made there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's talking about like here's 1973: Notre Dame one, Ohio State two, OU three, Bama four, Penn State five, Michigan six, Nebraska seven, USC eight. Yeah. So you have like you have about six, seven, eight of the same teams year after year, and then you mix in, you know, three or so other teams it's it's about the same it's about the same that's about what's gone on but you know one of the things is I think there's been one of the big differences that's occurred and a lot of it has to do with the rule set is the bigger taller athletes that are playing receiver now used to be playing corner right used to take your best athletes with the best ball skills and put them at corner not at wide receiver. I heard a stat two days ago that, you know, like of all of the teams with the best record going into the playoffs, there was only like one top 15 or top 20 corner that's currently on the best teams going into the playoff. Like, corner, we think of it as a premium position. And if you have a good corner, I mean, obviously your defense is better. But mm-hmm. in the NFL, corner is just not like the priority that in maybe the NFL? it was. Yeah, in the NFL. Corner's not the priority that it was 10, 15 years ago, at least with the teams that are playing at a high level right now. Well, I, I think it's um, – I think corner is maybe the hardest position to draft for um, because the, the top teams – and because of the layout of college football with the hashes – you can get away with doing some things to to lessen some of the impact, you know, of corners. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. It was like the it, it was saying, well, the best corners right now. The Rams have one. The Jets have one. The Broncos don't or have one. You don't see like the uh, the Chiefs having a top corner in the league. Like basically all the well, all the you know best teams. You get I, the point. A lot of that maybe because they're getting drafted high and yeah. You know the the top teams, 
you know, aren't taken corner whenever they draft at the back of the draft. You know, so I, I don't I don't know why that is necessarily, but you know, corner from college to the NFL is a weird transition. You know, in, in college you can play like boundary corner and like because the hashes are so wide, it just changes the whole dynamic of playing that position. Like that position is affected, you know, probably more than anyone else in college football because of the hashes. Peyton says it's all about the defensive line now. Well, that's never changed. Uh, yeah, this one from the 405. It just really pisses me off when casual fans are all, oh, that program sucks, they're done. Talking about OU, Clemson, LSU. It's like, guys, you're talking about some of the best programs in college football over the past 20 years. They've earned the right to have one bad year and not make it all the way without being told they're done being dominant. Well, I think we talked about this on Tuesday. you got to remember, Georgia was... Georgia was what 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 Georgia was it was very uh comparable to what Oklahoma has become right before Kirby Smart double digit win seasons uh, had opportunities to win the big one and just couldn't get over the hump um I think Oklahoma was was doing better a little more consistent than Georgia but Georgia could not could not win the big one. And, you know, whenever Mark Rick stepped away, a lot of people, you know, were didn't know how it was going to go for for Georgia and then, you know, here they are. So, it's cyclical, but whenever you look at the cycle, it's the same schools that yeah. tend to go out and then back in. Here's some massive coaching news that just dropped about 3 minutes ago. Clemson is targeting TCU offensive coordinator and reigning Broyles Award winner Garrett Riley as next offensive coordinator. Deal not finalized, but it would be a whopper of a hire for Dabo Sweeney and the Tigers. Who's reporting that? Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated. Chris Lowe says Garrett Riley to Clemson as the OC. Sources tell ESPN. Adam Rittenberg says Clemson is set to hire TCU OC Garrett Riley as its next OC. Dang. Ooh, that's big news. That but didn't take long. He's going to get paid. Sounds like they already knew. Uh, sounds like a deal was already uh, done yeah. before uh, today. He's going to make uh, over $2 million. He's probably going to be the highest paid offensive coordinator in the country. Um, Yeah, I would bet. Well, is he the highest paid coordinator in the country? That's what I would well, ask. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because he's the most recent hire at that position. That's a big-time hire, and – just changes TC. I mean, we'll see how much it changes TCU, but that's a that's a big hit to them. We just talked about earlier; they're probably going to be the favorite to win the Big Twelve next year. That's what's crazy, though, is like think about the rocket ship ride that Garrett Riley's been on. He I mean, wasn't he like the Kansas tight ends coach about four years ago. He was like a he was like a, a Kansas GA or just like a an offensive assistant, like not even a position coach, and has been steadily climbing the ranks. Impressively Good for done. him, man. Yep. Yeah, he's about That's to awesome. pay, dude. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Football is here, and your home for the best Sooner coverage statewide is the ref. From the booth to the sidelines and beyond, our guys are there. The OU football talk you crave is right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Sports Network. In your heart, to the start of every night and every day. 
best place to play in 2023 is right here at Riverwind. With over 2,800 of your favorite games. And with the best rewards program in OKC. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner men's basketball game against West Virginia, Baylor, Alabama, or TCU. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner women's basketball game versus K-State or Oklahoma State or the Sooner men's gymnastics meet against Air Force, Illinois, or Michigan. To purchase this special offer, go to Soonersports.com slash hoops or call the OU Athletic Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. The sexiness comes through the radio. It's just all around. The package is fantastic. <laughs> T-Row and T.J. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Shop our half-off, half-the-store sale now through Sunday at 4 p.m. Choose from diamond pendants, diamond earrings, pearls, chains of all sizes, plus so much more. And, of course, select engagement rings and wedding bands are included. After all, we are where Oklahoma gets engaged. Buy now for Valentine's Day or treat yourself to something new. Shop now through Sunday in-store and online for these sweet deals. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Does your disability make it harder to find a job? Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact DRS. 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. 
For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. Learn more at stjo.org today. We know you have a lot riding on your shoulders. You got mouths to feed, you've got bills to pay, and the last thing you wanted was a car wreck and an insurance claim. But at West Yalagosny, we can help. At your free consultation, we'll put a plan together just for you to get you right back on track. And if you've been injured, we'll help you with your property damage, your car, your bike, your truck, boat, whatever, absolutely free. So don't wait. Call or text West Yalagosny, 405-800-8080. It's 405-800-8080. West Yalagosny. We're a different kind of lawyer. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Uh, first thing, uh, this is awesome. Do you know who the greatest band in the history of music is? Well, we did talk about Hanson yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess you want me to say Tool or Metallica, one yeah, of the two. That's right. It's Tool. And they there's a um, music festival, Sonic Temple, May 25th. In Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, they're going to be playing on Thursday. Uh, they're the headline act. Would you like to take a guess at who's opening for them? Wham. Beartooth, Toby Rowland's nephew's band, Sweet. is opening up for Tool. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, how about Deion Sanders? Uh, he's been, uh, as we know, Hammering the transfer portal. He's getting called out. Did you see what the Marshall head coach said? Trying to tamper with one of his players that yep. was even on campus yet. Was, was, already, on was campus already on campus and is uh, enrolled and about ready to to start classes. And Dion is firing into the DMs. Better be careful there, Dion. I know you're getting a lot of attention. With a lot of attention comes a lot of scrutiny. We were in Boulder on Saturday. I don't know if I can't remember if I told you this or not, but you couldn't find a T-shirt or a hat that didn't say Prime on it somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. Every single CU shirt or hat, I, like the hats, even say Prime on the back of it. Did you go drive by the football offices and see if his Hummer was there? Did not. I did ask. Like we went to like the the famous place on like their. I mean their place. Their the Hill is their spot. It's mm-hmm. nothing like Campus Corner. Campus Corner is a lot better than The Hill. But it's like the most famous place there. And I asked mm-hmm. the guy, is, is Coach Prime coming here yet? He's like, nah, he just he's only done breakfast places thus far. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Um, Luke Fickle at Wisconsin just got a big commitment from 
uh, former four-star wide receiver that was at USC transferred in, C.J. Williams, uh, which is you know a pretty big get offensively for Wisconsin. And then I saw this this little nugget: Wisconsin has had four four-star quarterbacks in the modern history of the program before Luke Fickle arrived in Madison. He's already gained commitments from four four-star quarterbacks Jeez. in just a few weeks. Unbelievable, man. So um, he's getting some things done offensively. They've had some big-time players there on the defensive side, obviously, and, and even offensively, but typically O-line and running back. But they need better quarterback play, and it looks like he's trying to address it. Uh, last one I've got, Willie Fritz. Did you hear how he said he likes to spend uh, the little di- downtime that he actually no, gets? No, but that is our favorite coach outside Brent Venables. It's Willie not going to surprise you. He likes to relax at his pool, put his feet up, and have a couple natty lights. That's so relatable. <laughs> Willie Fritz, next to la- or, uh, Iowa State head coach. Yeah, That's what it go. sounds like to me. Nice. Um, this one might tug at your heartstrings a little bit. You don't show a whole lot of emotion unless you're really, right. really PO'd about something. Right. But Peyton Hillis, um, yeah. he, uh, he ran into a situation, I think it was over the weekend, his two kids were drowning and he essentially swam into the ocean and saved them. And both of them are fine and healthy and it looks like that they're okay. But he was in critical condition after that. And he remained at the ICU for an extended period of time. Well, how about this for some great news? Peyton Hillis, former Arkansas Razorback, played with the Browns. I think he's on the cover of Madden yeah. one year. He is now off the ventilator and doing much, much better. What That's an good. awesome story, man. Yeah, um, I saw that. And, you know, there was all kinds of attention to the Hamlin situation that happened on the field. And rightfully so. I'm not, I'm not saying that um, – it's just that this thing has mainly kind of flown under the radar yeah, that, has. that he's, you know, went in to save his kids and I guess almost drowned himself and has been, they, he was in a, a bad spot for a long time. Looks like Atlanta will be the site of a neutral site AFC championship game of Buffalo and Kansas city are in it. Uh, I don't love Atlanta being the site here. I, We'll see what the draw is. Maybe more people show up than I think. But do you think that this is going to turn into a thing moving forward where the NFC and AFC championship games are going to be held at neutral sites, or is this just a one-off? I'm no hoping way. it's a one-off. One, Got to be a one-off. They, You don't want to, uh, to kill what a lot of people believe is the best regular season there is. Right? It routinely comes down to the last handful of weeks – and there's always something on the line, whether it's home field or, you know, trying to, to grab a wild card spot. I mean, you don't you don't want to take that away from from those teams. I, I think it's like once the problem is when you open the door to stuff like this, like the game's going to be great. Let's just say that it ends up being played there. It's going to be great. Meanwhile, um, I don't know, let's say the the other one, the NFC championship is going to be, like let's say it's playing Green Bay and it's snowing and Green Bay's got like a clear advantage. People are going to be pissed sure. and say that it should be played inside. I mean, how many times have we seen that? So once you open the door to it, like you start to get people – you know, thinking about heading down that path, but I don't think it'll ever happen. Uh, some people are a little bit annoyed at Nick Saban because in the final coaches poll, he ranked his Alabama Crimson Tide at number two behind Georgia with an 11-2 record. Got an issue with Saban putting his team at number two? Not really. I mean, I 
if, if we're talking about who do I think is the the second best team, right? I <laughs> could they beat TCU? Sure. Could they beat Michigan and Ohio State? Well, for the first sure. time all year long, they look like the Bama. Like yeah. they they were not elites. I don't really know if they were elite at all throughout the regular season. But the last game is what we remember, and boy, were they good in the last game yeah. against Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl after falling behind ten nothing. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I I don't have much of a problem with it. I. It's got a little bit of a bad look because it looks like he's elevating his team way up to the top, but I don't know, man. TCU is a 13-2 and football team. I mean, they had two losses. Alabama had two losses. They absolutely pummeled one of the teams that beat TCU. Uh, I mean, it's not as bad as a lot of people are trying to make it. I wouldn't put him there. It's really not a big deal, though, no. at the end of the day. No. No, I mean, it comes down to – like, are you the second best, and did you earn the the second best position, the the ranking of number two? And I don't think they earned it, So, uh, but they probably are the second best. All right, quick timeout. Final segment, hour number two is next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. For over 37 years, Bob Moppin has been providing roofing and construction services in Oklahoma for residential and commercial clients. Moppin Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Moppin Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Moppin Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or visit MoppinRoofing.com. Moppin Roofing. Go Sooners. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative.
For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Peggy Doviak, and I opened DM Wealth Management because of a horrible experience that my mother had with a stockbroker. I wanted to give people an alternative, a place they could go to understand their money, to know why investment decisions were made the way they were, and to create a financial plan that would help them meet their goals. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Shop our half-off, half-the-store sale now through Sunday at 4 p.m. Choose from diamond pendants, diamond earrings, pearls, chains of all sizes, plus so much more. And, of course, select engagement rings and wedding bands are included. After all, we are where Oklahoma gets engaged. Buy now for Valentine's Day or treat yourself to something new. Shop now through Sunday in-store and online for these sweet deals. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler and Teddy in studio. Text line says, good. Garrett Riley going to Clemson. Does that affect some OU portal targets? Uh, unless I'm missing an obvious one, not that I know of. Uh, wide receiver, there kind of feels like they're either hoping for the guy that's at Tech, Jaron Bradley, and if not him, then maybe Bryson Green, the former OSU wide receiver. But it kind of feels like it at wide receiver. 
Uh, O-line, they're going to go back, and uh, I think they have someone coming in this weekend after uh, Walter Rouse goes to Nebraska, but I'd probably say no. It, if, yeah, I don't think it's any effect for OU. Is it – you're going to have to help me. Is that Does that affect an OU portal target as, like, now maybe TCU is going to have some guys going to the portal, or is that saying that – with him going to Clemson, like he's going to now be yeah maybe maybe the first one that you're alluding to maybe some uh, TCU guys will go in the portal but I don't I don't know they haven't had any portal entries yet I don't believe Georgia had one today I I don't know I I still think if you're at TCU right now um, which they had a great portal hall this off season yeah I I, I don't think that they're going to have a mass exodus from their program I don't either but I guess I guess you never know. You never know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We got the final hour next.